everyone. Welcome to Sports Back to Sports 24 by 7. My name is Danwin. My name is Tanmay. Uh, and we're going to be the hosts of this podcast. So who are we? We're just a bunch of 17-year-olds who are willing to talk about sports and share our opinions. So this is the right place for people who like to listen to heated arguments, take stands on the latest sports events, debate about various topics, and promote sports in general. Welcome to the first episode of Sportspective. Hope everyone is having a wonderful day. The first episode is about the NBA playoffs. And before we get started, we're going to talk about our favorite teams in the NBA. Personally, my favorite team is the Golden State Warriors. You know, I'm not on the bandwagon. I haven't jumped on the bandwagon. It's been a rough season, you know, and Steph Curry is my favorite player. So, my favorite team is the Golden State Warriors and hopefully we'll win the championship next year. And on the other hand, uh, my favorite team are the LA Lakers, the defending champions. I've started watching basketball uh, two years back. So, yeah, LeBron became my favorite player. So since I started watching him, my favorite team became Lakers, and they also won the championship, which, yeah, which made me like them a lot. So yeah, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna win it this year too. So let's see what's gonna happen. They're the defending champions, and these are our favorite teams. So let's get started. So let's go to our uh, first segment, which is round-wise matchups. Okay. So let's talk about the West first: Utah and Memphis. What do you think about this matchup, Tanmay? So, in the first round for the Utah Jazz versus the Memphis Grizzlies, I personally see the Utah Jazz coming out of the series. I just don't see enough firepower in the Memphis Grizzlies. Personally, Ja Moran's been lights out. He scored 47 in the last game, you know, in Game 2. So, it's it's a series which is mostly one-sided. Utah has the sixth man of the year, Jordan Claxon, in in their team. You know, they have very good role players. Uh, Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell is not a role player, but that Donovan Mitchell... Role players like uh, Royce O'Neal, Joe Ingles have been giving meaningful comp uh, contributions. So I just see yeah, the Utah coming like, out of the first uh, The last match, there were about up to like eight players with double digits. What do you think about that? I think their whole offense is around ball movement. And they really emphasize on the fact that uh, they try to keep every player involved in the game. And their role players are also like really good players. And they've been improving over the years. So... It's just that Memphis doesn't have... Their, I believe they're a young team. They're growing. And not right now. But in the future, they'll, I'm sure they'll also be a really strong contender. But right now, with the firepower that Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert bring to the team, I just don't see them um, losing to the Memphis Grizzlies. So, yeah. What about you? So, like, for now, we just finished with uh, Game 2. And Jamarant has shown the superstar he is and what he's capable of. So, if they manage to win the next game, if a Grizzlies manage to win the next game... I feel like this is going to be another Utah versus Denver like last year. It might go to Game 7 or Game 6. That's what I feel like. So, I really think Morant, uh, Jamarant can do this. So, let's see what's... So, let's just see what's going to happen. But Utah's anyway going to win. That's my final thing. Utah's going to win the series. And for Jamarant, um, he's really like coming to the league. This, this is second year. If yeah, not, no, his is, exactly. This is second, second coming year. out of a rookie of so, the league. This is the second. So being the rookie of the year and showing up like this in the second year, where you've made it to the playoffs and you're you're scoring forty in the playoffs, I just think he's a player to watch out for. And in the future, teams are really going to be scared of him. So yeah, he's an he's upcoming superstar for sure. For sure, yeah. yeah. And the Utah, I believe it's Utah and six as well. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Okay, and. So, what about the next, the next matchup? Ma- the next matchup uh, is the Clippers versus the Dallas Mavericks. What do you think about that? So, the Clippers are down 2-0. Luka has been 
absolutely killing it. You know, Clippers are having a hard time guarding uh, Luka. The first first game, it was Reggie Jackson guarding him the entire time, and the second game, even when Kawhi switched on to him, um, he was literally taking one leg step backs on the team, toying around with the team, you know, showing the kind of star he is, and his his offense, his ISO game, his size, they all are a big advantage for him. His energy that he brings to the team, you know, with Kristaps Porzingis and um, Jalen Brunson and Tim Hardaway Jr. stepping up to the occasion, um, really putting in, making key plays, making good shots. I think Dallas are a force to deal with, but with the championship experience that Tyron Lowe brings, you know, with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George yeah. and playoff Rondo, I just think the Clippers are going to make a comeback from the 2-0 deficit. It's going till Game 7 for sure. Uh, I just see it that way and I believe the Clippers have a chance and hopefully if it's the, the next game is the key game if they're exactly. able to next make next game is uh, going to be the do or die game for the Clippers yeah so if they're able to win the next game and get in the right momentum I'm sure it's going to be a close series but Luka is just a big force to deal with however exactly, I man. see so the like, like, Clippers coming out in 7 yeah, yeah so you're saying Clippers coming out in 7 but I have to not agree with that I'm disagreeing with your point Luka has been yeah. scoring like Luka has been scoring 31 9 and 8. He's been averaging this in the playoffs. He's only played with the uh, Clippers and when you average 31 9 and 8 against a team you can say that you own them. And he's been after every each and every player. He's telling defenders not to switch up on him. He's telling defenders that you're too small. He's literally hunting them. So what do you think about the attitude that Luka has and do you think it's it might be a factor for the each and every game if a player comes in that comes in comes into the game with that attitude, it's a game-changing thing. And also, they lost, uh, the Clippers lost two games in a row in their home court, and now they have to go back to Dallas. What do you think about that? That's obviously going to have a factor. So, cause, because I think uh, Clippers might, might win a game, but they're not going to win uh, anything more than two. So, I just feel like this is going to be uh, um, uh, easy for Mavericks uh, yeah, to win. Yeah, yeah and... Just on a side note, you know, the Dallas Mavericks have literally changed Wikipedia descriptions of Luka, saying that he owns the Clippers team and uh, all the players on uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are his sons. That's how, that's the level it has gone to. You know, Luka has been playing on another level and it's just um, coach Rick Carlisle and also the Tim Hardaway Jr. and Porzingis, uh, Willie Collistein, all these people have been making good plays and it's just that uh, Clippers haven't found the stroke, I believe. I just think they yeah. have been giving up too many shots. You know, they have not been playing good defense. Um, their defense collapses at times. But then, uh, I'm sure Kawhi is going to take things in his hands. Um, he scored 42 as well in the last game. See, but so, yeah, exactly. He scored. So yeah. I, Go on. So it's if uh, Kawhi is playing good and if Paul George steps up to the occasion along with and Rondo wasn't even starting. Like, he didn't even play good minutes. The whole purpose of training him to the Clippers was to, uh, for the so-called playoff rondo and make use of him. But he wasn't even playing good minutes. And I'm sure they'll make adjustments and come out and hopefully, you know, regain, get back and take a couple of games and come out of come out inside. Yeah, exactly. So, there, people say that the reason why Clippers might lose is not giving, not giving enough minutes to Rondo. Like, look at what the Lakers did. They started him. They started him in a championship and they need exactly. it. Exactly. But these people aren't yeah. even starting him in round one against Luca when he's literally balling on your heads. So you, the Clippers have to start Rondo or it's going to be a serious thing. For It's going to be hard for the Clippers to win. 
and I have uh, Mavericks. I have Dallas in six. So yeah. Yeah, and the NBA playoffs in general right now, you know, they're something that's really exciting. You know, watching the fans come back, watching people play at such a high level. You know, since the pandemic is something that's gaining a lot of viewers. And personally, I am really excited. You know, the competition at which the players are playing with, the intensity at which the games go, uh, the matchups have been really good. The the competition has been exactly. really good. Exactly, and the so, and the audience and the people just make it a hundred times better to watch. Exactly. So, it's an interesting series. All series are very interesting, but for this one, I have to take Clippers in seven. Okay. Cool. And also for like clarification, Luca is my round one MVP in the in the True. West. Yeah. I don't think he anyone showed, can argue with that. He showed a big time in the series. Okay, so the next matchup, Dunman. Yes, it's your team. Yeah, Go so ahead. it's my favorite team versus Phoenix. We've, uh, so as of now, uh, three games are done. Le- uh, Suns won the first game. It was a bad game. It was a bad game by Lakers. Anthony Davis did not show up. But however, after this happened, two straight games he scored thirty above, and LeBron didn't have to score that much, which is a good sign for the team. But defensively. So you know how much uh, the Suns have been scoring? Average they have been averaging one fifteen points per game in the series, and they've never scored in double digits the whole series. But the Lakers have been been holding them. The first game they scored ninety nine, and the rest two games they've scored less. So that yeah, it's been that talks about the defense. Been... That talks about the defense of the Lakers. So how, what do you think about True. the defense of the Lakers, Thunder? Yeah. yeah, I think they held them down. You know, game one it was ninety nine. Game two it was one hundred two, one hundred nine. And the third game today, which happened, obviously yeah. by the time it released, it's a probably another game must have happened. But they held them to ninety-five points. Exactly, and, and they won over fourteen points. It's a fourteen-point victory. And the defense which they're playing uh, over Booker, and they held Booker for nineteen points. Aiton scored twenty-two points. Apart from that, uh, there were only two players who were in double digits. Their defense had showed up, but I think it's Anthony Davis that's playing a key factor. Yeah, so like I have a point to say. So Anthony Davis is the best player on foot on the floor, but the most important player is going to be LeBron James. So there's this difference between the best player every day and the most important one. Important. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I need uh, LeBron to be my alpha male dog every day as he is. But I need I need Anthony Davis to be the best player on the fo- floor. Then I see ma- uh, then I see the Lakers making a deep run if it goes on like this. Then I obviously see Lakers making a deep run. You know, people were questioning. You know, Anthony Davis, his health, and there are concerns. You know, with his aggravated Achilles injury and LeBron coming off the high ankle sprain. But then, I think they're starting to find their flow, yeah, starting like to find their identity. Yeah, each and every game know. makes them better, like LeBron James said himself. Said. Yeah, yeah. A- Anthony Davis. You know, he's been showing up. LeBron's the key player, no matter what. Without him, I don't see the offense working at exactly, all. Yeah. He's the core component, and you know, as much as I would like to take the Suns because I don't like the Lakers, you know. It's just a personal, uh, personal battle against the Lakers, but then I just don't see the Suns see, beating like, them. I would say the Lakers already won the mental game after today. They were literally yeah. having fun. Like once they were up by twenty-two, they were literally having fun with the Suns. So, like, what do you think about the last ejection? Like fifty seconds left. Why would they eject for no reason? Like they literally, they he literally like pushed him off. So that, that at that point, I got to know that uh, Suns lost the mental game once they fouled Schroeder like that. So they're just frust- frustrated right now. So. It's hard to come out of you know like if you lose like this, it's hard to come out of it like that. What do you think about that? Yeah, so uh, the incident that Dunwin is referencing to here is Devin Booker pushing off Dennis Schroeder um, at the final minutes of the game. I just uh, don't see it as a right play. It's a dirty play that Devin Booker has committed. That was a dirty foul. If it weren't for Jay Crowder, possibly Schroeder might have gotten injured also. 
but as anthony davis mentioned in the post game uh, post game con- like post game speech that he gives he told that you know i don't think that's what the suns play with you know coach monty williams i'm sure he's going to say yeah. uh, something exactly, to the team yeah. but then it's just the frustration that uh, that the suns are showing out and i think they have to hold their poise and it's the first playoffs for devin booker as well so i don't i think it's the lack of experience and chris paul's injury adding on to it as well which is really frustrating them and the lakers are just too dominant on them in the series and i think it's getting into their heads so keeping uh, keeping calm and you know maintaining a poise is really important for the suns yeah, and, and, and i guess they need cp3 for that and if he's not on the floor it's going to be very hard for the suns to come up and like at like beat them so i don't see suns be i don't see suns beating the lakers three more times in the series yeah, yeah. yeah. see as much as we talk about the lakers you know how lebron is the most important player and anthony davis is the best player on the suns devin booker is the best player but the most important player is chris yeah but without him the offense is nothing yeah, exactly that's without the right him, point yeah, yeah nothing is going to happen so now that he's injured and also is not playing properly and the team is frustrated and the role players are not stepping up as much as they would like Cameron Johnson or Mikael Bridges which they didn't score so i just see that uh the suns won't come yeah, out of the exactly. series it's going to be for me it's lakers in 6 what about you guys it's going to be lakers in 5 but also have have to make a good point on the andre eaton cuz he's he's been the most consistent player in the in, for the suns for me in the series he's been more consistent than uh, devin booker cuz he scored good today and devin booker wasn't able to uh, score good so that's my just that i'm just giving out a point uh, to deandre ayton yeah that's also true you know deandre ayton he was also the same draft as uh, who was it i think it was lonzo ball yeah yeah no no it was no it was not lonzo ball it was the next year where luka yeah luka trey young and deandre ayton was the number one pick and you know, this is what players expected him to be exactly. he still not reaches full potential but he is playing consistently you know trying to prove something and give given an identity for himself he's been very consistent but the other players have to step up and suns have enough power if they give it their all they can't compete with lakers but the lakers are just um, if you don't give it your all and if you don't step up then you can possibly fall into the trap of lebron playing with his iq and beating you exactly. that's all so i'm saying i'm saying lakers and fine tanmay is going to say lakers and six. so let's see what what happens guys now moving and the, moving on to the next matchup tanmay what do you think it is next matchup denver nuggets versus the portland trail blazers yes it's been an interesting series so far so you know with yeah, the mvp and my point of view the mvp is jokic now i've i've realized it yeah. late a bit late but he's the mvp of this he's going he's the mvp of the league and he's been scoring th- again he's been scoring 30 points on portland so like almost each and every game so that's a good sign but po- what the portland don't have are the defense so the def- yeah they don't have a defense at yeah, all exactly you you want to elaborate on that to me or- yeah So I don't think you know Nurkic you're a center and you're battling against the possible MVP of the regular season and you just can't show up and don't you can't let him score so many points True. like even even if you let him score you yourself have to put a competition and make sure that you're scoring enough in order to match yeah, up the other side is Yeah but Nurkic just got fouled out this game Yeah, yeah exactly. so so this just not enough defense you know with damian lillard and uh, mccollum being a little undersized as well compared to what uh, the denver size they have you know mike in michael porter jr uh, paul millsap jokic they're a pretty lengthy team exactly, and, yeah. and and i think uh, coach mike malone also plays an important role here he's a really experienced coach and i just don't see that energy and that fire in the in the portland trail blazers obviously you know they have one of the most 
if not one of the most clutch players in fact the most clutch player in the past one or two seasons we all know the series that happened against uh, OKC and how he shut down Westbrook and Paul George so Damian Lillard can show up anytime exactly but yeah. the lack of defense the lack of uh, it's been Carmelo McCollum and also uh, Damian Lillard scoring on the Trailblazers um, you know Simons and uh, other players they have stepped up undersized he's many players are more athletic more faster stronger bigger than him but he's a player who knows how to play the true point guard position yeah, exactly. make plays so like, for the team yeah, exactly. and players drive like in, this attack the rim get the troops up you know encourage your teammates he does everything on the floor yeah. and while he's not able to play the their defense on like star players you know on uh, like on the other side the point guards He's a really solid player yeah, and, and he's I a think a good playmaker in fact you know he's he's able to make plays he's make he make, he's able to read plays so that's good for his defense but yeah he's he's pretty good at his job like apart from the defense part yeah and you know people are also doubting Denver that he they lost Jamal Murray and they're just getting bounced off the first round just because they don't have the star player you have to realize that this another player named Nikola Jokic you know he's a player that has been doing it all he's a center who has who can dribble who can handle who can pass who can shoot who can if if he wants you to post up he can post up he has a wide range of skill set so even if they have lost jamal murray i think the pickup of austin rivers was really yeah, good exactly. yeah. the trade the trade for aaron gordon has been really useful for them they aaron gordon has stepped up in the second up. half as austin rivers showed up in today's game yeah he he the clutch shot today yeah, exactly guess, and he ra- he was game. it was raining threes from austin rivers so yeah, it was so, just so good I, i was happy to see i was i was happy to see that i was happy to see that they have other players apart from nikola jokic and kevin porter junior and all yeah so it was, yeah. It, this will be a good series guys this is going to end up to be a good series but I I guess I'll have um Denver in 6. I'm going to ha- I'm going to be I'm going to yeah, say Denver same. in 6. I I'm also going to say Denver in 6. Yeah. If not Denver in 5 also. I'm ready to say Denver. Yeah, they're playing that good guys. So we can't expect any less from Denver. So we yeah. have um a, so for the second round we now prediction in my prediction I have Lakers versus the Denver and the Dallas versus Utah. Uh yeah, well I have a small like I don't yeah. I have the same matchups but I have Lakers yeah. versus the Denver Nuggets. and also clippers versus the utah jazz okay, so let's see what's going to happen so now we're now moving on to the east so we're done with the west you know we've covered we've covered the matchups in the west and it's an interesting series overall in the western conference but the east is as exciting as well exactly you know the first matchup that we have to talk about is the philadelphia 76ers versus the washington wizards yeah. Tanvin, what's your take on the series? So it's obviously going to be Philadelphia 76ers, like including the history of uh, Russell Westbrook and Philadelphia. It's going to be a heated one, like we saw, like, and yeah, it's it's just going to be hard for the Wizards, even though they have the best back, one of the best backcourts in the NBA for now. Was uh, Westbrook sort of injured, and I don't think they can handle Embiid. I don't think they can, and Ben Simmons has is the uh, contender for uh, the Defensive Player of the Year, right? If I'm not wrong. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I'm not sure if they can handle the defense and the offense of Philadelphia anytime. So I, I don't. This might they might win it in five or this might be a sweep as well. What do you think? 
yeah i also see it as a one sided series um i'm looking at it more from the perspective that washington wizards just don't have enough players who can deal with the amount of firepower that 76ers are going to bring you know in joel embiid tobias harris ben simmons shake milton uh you have uh, good role players also coming off the bench i just don't see you know they have a really solid backcourt uh, in bradley beal and russell westbrook and you know the incident that took place the other day as well when people poured popcorn yeah, over uh, westbrook yeah that was a bad thing to see That was a bad thing to see and you know people are talking about protecting players in the NBA and we're going to be talking about it in the other in another episode in the podcast yeah, but but we then, just have to remember that they're people too and we just shouldn't just don't harm them just watch the match and support your team be for them no matter how good or how bad a team is you have to show respect to the players that's what's the most thing and you know they got banned for life from the arena yeah, as well yeah exactly because so, at the end of at the end of the day it's just basketball guys so you yeah it's just it's just a game and you know they are people as well they have families to take care of they this is their job yeah. and i just don't see it that like just because you know the you know the 76ers are is a one sided series and you're getting too hyped about your team there's certain limits that come with it as well you can't just act like what you want to and you know as carry told it's all fun and games until you get banned exactly so yeah. but then coming back to the series you know the as i was mentioning you know it's going to be a one sided series i see the 76ers taking it in four it's going to be a sweep yeah so you know, i think that so. but that's that doesn't mean any disrespect towards bradley beal and westbrook they've been great but i just we, see we thought that they won't even make the playoffs after point because they were dead true. bottom they were in the dead bottom and they've come this far that's a very good thing for us westbrook and, and bradley beal and no matter what we say like you know now right now we predict a sweep westbrook is the type of player who can prove people wrong you know at any point of time anything can happen but the playoffs are more about a team and they're more about you know playing hard playing with intensity that's what westbrook does but i just don't see them matching up evenly yeah cuz you know Felden, yeah, philadelphia is are, just a stronger team yeah they're the number one seed in yeah, east exactly. so so there yeah there's a reason why they're the number one seed in the east so yeah it's going to yeah, yeah i'm Same. I take it. Seventy uh, sixes and four. Same. Same. I'm going to take the same thing. And the next match. There's nothing to say about this summer. Celtics versus the Nets. Who do you think? I... Ooh, I like this matchup. Man. So yeah, who, yeah. This this is obviously again a one-sided affair for me. So I'm going to say uh, Nets in five. I want. I, I guess Jason Tatum might show up in one game. Like you know how he is. You True. Know, yeah. You know how he plays. Yeah, you know. Yeah. He can he can drop fifty points. He can drop forty nine points in a game. So I'm pretty sure that might happen soon. We might see that. But the, uh, yeah, the um. There's just no way that yeah, uh, exactly. I, like I don't Celtics see any way Celtics beating, and you know even Jalen Brown is out for now. So I don't, yeah. I don't see Celtics beating. So obviously, the, we have to talk about the offense, offense of Nets. We haven't seen the like we haven't seen anything like this in a while. Like uh, they've been with with three of them on. Like they've been obviously averaging more than one twenty, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. But obviously, people say they don't have defense. But I just feel like Nets can outscore any team. The Nets can outscore anything. They don't need that. They need. They don't need a very good defense to like win a game. What do you think, Tanmay? Yeah, it's just it just has to be right. You know, you don't have to play extraordinary defense in order to beat teams. You have to play good defense. Because their offense is the right on place. fire always. And they, the other teams really have to outscore them in order to win the match. No matter what you say. Yeah, exactly. No defense is going to stop them with the firepower in Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, three of. three individual players who are known for three different things as the best players in a particular category yeah. kd one of the most prolific scorers 
you know, James Harden also one of the most prolific scorers in the way he's organizing the offense. Exactly. That's so, also highly incredible. Guess, yeah, in, in this team, I guess the best player on the court is going to be James Harden, but the most important one is going to be KD. What do you think about that, Tanman? Yeah. Uh, the best player is going to change from day to yeah, day. So, yeah, I, I like, don't see yeah, it's, one it's particular best player. It's a guys. Like, we, we can, we, 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 it, it can change. It can change, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah but what with James Harden, the team really yeah, you know, draws him, yeah. draws energy from him, draws the entire exactly. offense from him. His coordination, his ability to you know control and communicate with the teammates and make sure that the plays take place in the right way. You know, James Harden is really... You know, has really shown the world exactly. that he, so like, he can play the true point guard position and show that he can make assists and not just so score like, and ball hog. Yeah, exactly. Four months back, before the trade happened, uh, I saw a post saying that uh, with only uh, the Nets, only with KD uh, and Kyrie, are like the Clippers of the East. You know, they had bad losses. They had a lot of load management. And there were a bit of chemistry issues. But when James Harden came in, people thought he won't fit into the system. But the man became the system. You know, his playmaking skills are off the charts. So you need James Harden to win. So yeah, obviously yeah. James Harden is going to be there, and I, the, yeah, it's just it's just easy for Boston Celtics are very easy for the Nets to handle. So it's going to be so Nets in five or Nets in four. Sam, I just view it as Nets in four, a clean sweep. You know, that's no no again no disrespect. Yeah, to, no disrespect you know, to the Celtics. Celtics. They're a great team. Too. You know, they're a good team, but they have, yeah, they have potential. They have future potential. It's yeah, true. it's either the Lakers or the 76ers. That can give tough competition to the Nets. True. Yeah. And we're going to talk else. about that later too. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're done with this matchup. Now we're moving on to the next matchup. This has actually been a surprising one to me. What do you think, Tame? Heat was the Bucks. The Bucks are up 3-0. The Bucks are 3-0. What do you think about that? You know, I see it as a season that they're getting revenge from the past year, to be yeah, honest. Just like, just like Luka's doing it to the Clippers, I, uh, you think Giannis is doing it to the Heat? Heat. Yeah, of course. You know, Last year, you know how they were. I think they were. Uh, the Heat were down three one, I guess, if I'm not wrong. And they they ended up beating the Bucks. And with Giannis and with you know all of them have the chip on their shoulder mentality. You know, exactly. Everyone so has what, even even coming into the series, people have doubted the Bucks. Exactly. You so know, even I thought the Heat are going to win. I thought the Heat is going to win in six or seven. Yeah, but I just see it as, uh, you know. Drew Holiday is the key factor yeah, there. His defense, his the defense, way he plays the, the point guard. You know. has. So I'm I'm just saying that it's gonna be hard for Jimmy Butler to like. Uh, two people, you know who who are defending Jimmy Butler? Uh, it's either Drew Holiday, the best perimeter defender I've seen in the East, yeah. or it's either Giannis, the defensive player of the year last year. So would you you yeah. can't you you can't score that much, but yeah, Butler showed up. But anyway, they lost that game too. So see, even in the game today. Chris Middleton at 22, Drew Holiday at 19, Giannis at 17, 17 rebounds as well. Oh yeah. Brooke Lopez had 13 points, Forbes had 11 points, Bobby Portis had 11 points. Bobby Portis, by the way, he's been yeah, he's the been finalist good. of the most, he's been... most improved player. So, everyone's showing up. It's not one person's effort that's been there. You know, coming into the playoffs, I think they've known it. They've realized it. Their identity is around the team game that they have. Picking up PJ Tucker and Drew Holiday, that was a great move. That was a very good move. Uh, and that's and, just the way how the game is going. Yeah, and, and I, I want, just and I just want to make a note. I want Bam Adebayo to show up. Actually, True. I just feel like he yeah. isn't himself like last year, so he has to show up big time, or otherwise it's gonna be a sweep, guys. And yeah, I don't, and I, think I, don't Bro- I don't see Heat uh, coming uh, down from a three-zero deficit. So yeah, yeah, and the Brook Brook Lopez as well. 
he's been i think his size plays a key role in defending bam adebayo true you no know, he's what what he's more than 7 feet right 7 172 i yeah. guess and he's really bulky and big so if playing over a big defender i just don't see uh, adebayo having that flow you know having that you know having that grace to his game where he's able to score but like last year he which he did yeah exactly so, and he average he, like he's still like he's not able to get more than like a 9 to 8 rebounds bam adebayo he has to be the offensive he he has to be there he has to be there for the offensive boards right for, for the he team. has to be the presence in the paint yeah right? exactly and he is not doing that so i don't think the heat can win unless and until bam adebayo and jimmy butler show up at the same time yeah the bucks the bucks can stretch the floor they can really clog the paint up as well with yanis and you know brook lopez they can shoot mid range in chris middleton they can uh, play pick and rolls and they can do everything they have everything what the heat are lacking i feel is they're down a man i just don't see you know you know if ola depo would be there uh, yeah exactly it would have been a different series by now for sure if victor ola depo was there at least even we couldn't say the heat would have won but it would have been a different series than this for sure Ty- tyler hero is not the player that he was last year you know i they made a personally, big mistake by not you know like at least like changing like they got it i guess they got a deal for harden i'm pretty sure yeah 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 they, the the hard uh, i'm not sure but then yeah Yeah, okay fine uh, uh yeah i just think tyler hero he he's not going to show up for sure I have a strong feeling about that he won't be able to show yeah man i feel like he's a one season wonder man yeah so from being honest but that's uh, i mean i think he has potential you know and it's just like yeah but uh, this season we just playing really yeah, you know like he just went playing down. really good basketball yeah true the box are showing what they're capable of and i'm happy for them yeah same i was happy for them that they're taking you know taking their now what happened in the last season and bringing it into this season with more energy and more intensity and as fans it's nothing like it you know seeing them shine and performing at a very high level for uh, for us it's really entertaining and fun to watch exactly so okay now we're moving on one of one of our favorite matchups hawks versus the knicks what do you think about that tanma the hawks versus the knicks so This series is really, you know, the Knicks fans it's, are coming yeah, on exactly. Trey Young right Even now. Even though, like, I don't think any of these teams can make the Eastern Conference Finals, this is going to be back and forth and one of the most entertaining ones we can see. By, by the way, by the way, um, what's your uh, take for Heat versus Bucks? Oh, uh, yeah, like, Heat versus... Who's coming out in... Oh, uh, Bucks, I think they're going to come out in four. I guess this might become a sweep. Yeah, yep. it's just one game and I don't see them coming back. Yeah, so, true. Bucks and four. So it's a sweep as well. A sweep as well. Charles Barkley pulled out the broomstick as well. So, okay. You know. Yeah, let, let, let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see. <laughs> okay, now moving on. Hawks and Knicks. Yeah, man. I really love Trey Young. The way he's playing. The way he silences crowds. His floater game. His mid-range game. His ability to take the trees. You know, Bogdanovich stepping up. You know, uh, Lou Williams coming off the bench and showing what is capable of being three times six man of the year i really like the hawks man but, but you know what makes me root for the knicks derrick rose yeah that man that man like he's i'm happy he's been he's been he's been balling lately this play, uh, this this series and this i guess this series is the thing which is going to define him as a player as a player yeah exactly if he if he makes it through and oh, i'm just going to be very happy and this is going to define him as a player and even julius randle he he's and, important to the team and he's the most improved player he got the award yeah that, i think that's uh, you know you have to give credit to julius randle i don't view it as a defining moment for derrick rose but surely derrick rose is still proving people 
that he can still play. He can play. He can, play he can still play. He can still like, win in playoff basketball. Can, yeah, that's what he's. He's one of the most respected players. I don't know anyone who hates him. Exactly. Like, yeah. He's a really good player. Everyone likes his mentality. Everyone sees him as the underdog. You know, coming off that injuries, being the MVP that he was in 2010. So he's a player that's really you know st- stepping yeah, up. Yeah, also you know he he also mentioned it in the post game. Uh, yeah. Uh, what is that post game conference where he he told that. Uh, is something that he's been dreaming of for this moment right now and it's just the the way he plays the entire series is just fun to watch him shine and i just want the knicks to win this yeah, series and i'm happy that he came out like of detroit Dreya. and i'm very happy that he came out of detroit to the knicks and yeah true yeah the detroit weren't going to be anywhere so yeah i'm just happy he made that choice say. and yeah and he's been showing up lately and i want personally i don't like the hawks so it's going to be partially it's going to be biased i want the knicks to win I think this might go until game seven, guys, because you know this is even evenly matched up series. So let's see what happens. Two, yeah. I don't see. Yeah, it it might go to go go to game seven, but a side of me says you know Trey Young is really going to pull the series off. So I say I take the Hawks in six. Yeah. I want to take Knicks to come out. It's a really tough series for me, but I just like Trey Young. I just Knicks, want to see I'm the Knicks, Knicks fans get silent. I'm gonna say Knicks in seven. And shout out to the yeah. Knicks fans. You've been great. And yep. Yeah, that but game. shout out, but no shout out to the guy who spat on Trey Young. Oh I yeah, mean, and yeah, that's man. that's another, that's the worst. You can't do things like that. Exactly. You can't so do like, things like that. Yeah, I mean, like, that's just a sad thing because that's the worst thing you can do to a person, guys. So yeah, so do not just be respectful. Can, and, just watch the game, please. Just watch. But the, the Knicks fans are electric, you know. Yeah, the like I like that word, the, the one you the brought up, the uh, the one who spat on Trey Young, who who tried, who attempted that. So that's just the bad thing, guys. So obviously he's been banned for life too. So it's. Yeah man. Yeah so things are going not in the right way for players I guess but you know the the entertainment that these players are bringing for us you know for us it's it's, it's been it's, it's like a lockdown right now so we're not literally able to do anything. Yeah, so it's been good. Watching it's, them has been a joy. It's been good. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. So what these players do for us really means a lot and just disrespect him like that that's not really nice to people also. Yeah. So yeah. But I just see them come Hawks coming out in six. It's a really controversial take. Yeah, so know. I'm gonna say Heat. I'm But, gonna say yeah. Heat, and uh, <laughs> just gonna say Heat in seven. Gee, my bad. Knicks in seven. What am I saying? Yeah, my bad. Knicks in seven. Knicks yeah. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now the next segment. Now our next segment is going to talk about the championship. Who do you think is gonna win? Who who can win it all? That's this. This is what the segment is about, guys. So, no. What's who are the favorites to win it all? What's the title content? Who are the title contenders, and what are the chances to win it? So. Before going on, who is going to win it all? I think we should mention a few factors that play a key role in winning a championship. You know. True. Yeah. So I think the first chapter is health and chemistry. So if you have a good health, the team should be healthy. Everyone has to be on the top in their best shape. You know, play at a very high level, and you must have a chemistry. You must have you know that rapport with each other. You must have an identity. What do you guys? What are you known for? What is the team known for? Even, what can you? Yeah. What are your strengths? Even, what are your weaknesses? Even if you have less chemistry, you guys at least should have team camaraderie, right? So, yeah, you must understand how, what your team is built upon. What what values are you really focusing on to bring into the game? Exactly. And there are so many factors that are going in winning championship, and these are two factors that are very important as well. True. And Dhanu is going to be talking about more factors, of course. Yeah, and we also need to look into the form of the players and what form the players are. Are they are they coming off an injury? Have they been hot, like from threes, and are they doing their job good? And another yeah. thing, which I, well, yeah, this, this, this factor, talent versus hustle, this, this has been proved last year by the Heat, right? 
they hustled yeah. through the playoffs and came to came right into the finals so yeah. even though we all knew they weren't going to win the finals they showed a lot of they showed a lot of sportsmanship the hustle was there we could we could see jimmy butler scored a 40 point triple double exactly I mean. and yeah so that was astonish against lebron james against lebron james that's a good point to make so yeah exactly yeah, so- exactly so hustle is an important thing but also talent uh at, but but i believe at the end of the day a hustle can make you get help you win so yeah, that's what i think you know if if you hustle entire entire season with you bring in a lot of energy come and you know show up every yeah, single night like, since, a lot of like since they blow the whistle yeah, to easy, the end of the game you have to yeah, have hustle e- easily you're going to be able to win 40 games in a season no matter what if you play with the right intensity so talent versus hustle this is a really thing like you know a championship team must have the talent but what's more important i believe is the hustle, hustle yeah. you need to have the sense of urgency in order to win it all you can be complacent you can be casual about it true you must you must know what's what's the end goal and you must see what's your chances and bring put in the right uh right things that the coaches say and make sure you give it all you have that's to give what's it the your most all. important yeah that's a, yeah, that's a good yeah. point tan man and finally we're going to talk about the offense and defense ratio a team should have so this is a major factor that but for, not for a lot of teams for example the brooklyn nets they have the best offense that they just need to have the right defense they just need to make sure the team the other team doesn't score on them a lot so it's like that yeah. guys so offense and defense should be perfect so yeah these are all the factors that uh like uh, a team needs for like winning the uh, winning the uh, winning the finals and now we're going to talk about our choices who we think are the favorites yeah and and before we go you know as there's a saying that goes you know offense wins the games but defense, defense wins, wins the championships yeah, wins champions, and that's actually true guys like that is that is very true but uh, they play a key role you know you have to be able to defend you in the nba you can necessarily stop the star players what you can do is make things tough for them yeah you can like you can make things hard for example like so, turnovers and making sure they yeah just yeah I, just, just playing with the right intensity that what it comes back to that as well exactly, yeah. offense defense your game has to be on a very high level you have to show up every single night and that's what's going to take you to the championship ultimately yeah so dharmin who are your uh, favorites so, to win it all my favorite uh, to come is, to win the to win it all is going to be the 7th seed in the west who's none other than uh, none other than the lakers so i'm saying this because not only they're my favorite team they're not supposed to be in the 7th seed first of all you know why because they've they've been plagued by injuries like Yeah, uh, yeah. LeBron was out for yes. 26 games. Anthony Davis was out for 30 games. Shooter was out for a couple of games. So yeah, just about nine players got injured throughout the series, uh, throughout the season. But still, they they're there, and we're seeing now why the Suns are suffering because they played. The Suns played so hard, and they've been. Uh, they managed to come to the second spot, and they didn't get an easy to team to play against. So that's the thing I'm saying. So the Lakers have the proper defense. So they have the best defense. So what happens is, like when a team like Brooklyn Nets, uh, for I'm just taking Brooklyn Nets because I see them coming out of the East. Okay, so Brooklyn Nets uh, average about 118 points, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna score more than 130. And I believe if the defense of Lakers hold it up to like 110 or 100, I I see Lakers winning this in six or seven guys. I'm just saying if the defense is right, so right, I'm pretty sure Lakers can actually grab this thing and win it. And this. and this finals matchup can solidify can solidify lebron's good debate and a lot of other debates and tanmay what's your legacy, legacy? yeah he can they can like you know cement his legacy 
uh, in terms of like uh, beating good players and you know winning it yeah, all exactly. and like beating the ha- best players at the best in during the prime so yeah exactly but i'm going to make a case for both sides firstly the lakers you know with the exp- with lebron you never know what's going to happen yeah, like, that if lebron's on your team has, has like what 10 final appearances so you know yeah. see, that's so experience like, plays a what great role he brings yes. he's going to call out the other team's plays he's going to make sure that everyone is playing the right way you know giving it their all uh, with anthony davis being the prolific power forward that he is you know he's possibly one of the best power forwards of all time and you know he's one of top 5 players and you know in the league and he's been showing up lately as well so it's it's yeah. going to be scary guys the duo is going to it's, be scary it's scary and if you also and the lakers add in schroeder like i just i'm just want, i just want to make a point They, uh, yeah, yeah. the last three games they've been uh, the last two games they've been averaging over 75 points these three people and that's a good sign for the lakers what do you think about that then yeah you know dennis schroder as well you know how uh, he refused the 80 million dollar extension with the lakers and i think he has to prove why he's why he's worth, worth so more than 80 yeah, exactly. and why he's worth 100 million if that's what he's looking for and him stepping up and i think he is stepping up to the occasion yeah he is he is so, you know but, like Yeah, he so has that we, great motor he's able to run he's able to make yeah, he's able to score yeah. he's a, he he was all he's all in the paint and i feel like if the uh, brooklyn nets uh, cannot guard in the paint cuz lakers when you have andre drummond when you have lebron and when you have uh, anthony davis and when you have dennis schroder you guys have to be able to protect the rim in the paint cuz these people these people have the record for the paint for the season if yeah they do yeah so yes the uh, they, uh, the defense has to be spectacular in the paint for the brooklyn nets and that's what i'm concerned about for the nets yeah and coming making a case for the nets obviously i believe that the favorites and they should be looked as the favorites uh, any team can you know anything can happen in the finals but being the favorites you know what really stands makes them stand out uh, from the other teams is just the offensive power that they have not necessarily in terms of having star players but when you look at joe harris coming into the mix when you look at bruce brown yeah like last at, game he scored 37 yeah, points he scored 37 points and he made what seven threes right yeah exactly so, not yeah, it, it so, is seven threes and that's spectacular so they can they can play from any corner any spot on the when you cross the half court once they cross the half court Kyrie can handle and pull up from anywhere. You know, James Harden can make plays and pass it to everyone. Yeah, but you know, Joe once Harris can go the to the parking lot, yeah, exactly. parking lot and shoot. Yeah, KD, we all know the sniper that he is. Easy man. So sniper, yeah. their offense is really, and there's no defense that's stopping them. No matter what, whatever you say, there's no defense that's stopping but them. But I'm, I'm pretty sure but that the, you the have Lakers to can make them. sure that I'm pretty sure the Lakers can, like you know, can make sure that they at least turn over the ball yeah, more often. Can, yeah, they can make it tough for them, but. you know when when you put star players like especially three star players together you know you have to more than turn, like uh, de- relying on defense your offense has to fire as well yeah but like you can yeah but yeah you, i don't see i don't see weakness, yeah i don't see the weakness it. they have a size disadvantage over the lakers the lakers are they bigger, have about the lakers strong. have about four centers and each of them yeah. have different abilities to do so that's another good point for the lakers yeah but in terms of perimeter defending uh, you know this Uh, only Schroeder is a good defender, pretty good defender. No, wait. So but, uh, we uh, we have but, like three players who can actually defend. So I have three players who can yeah, defend Kyrie. So they can, you know, you, obviously, you know, uh, KCP can also defend. Yeah. But when you compare it to last year, when they had Avery Bradley and when you know they had uh, Dwight Howard in the paint, they had Javale McGee also. I think the last year's team was much much better. But this year also we have players like Schroeder. You have players like Drummond. 
they can make meaningful comp, uh, contributions they will, but they will i sure. i see the i see the nets coming out you know in possibly 6 or 7 i'm not sure about 6 or 7 but it's either going to game 7 most likely but the nets just have enough power to beat the lakers and i feel that uh, their offense is really potent and it can really take a toll on the lakers true and also i would like to make a point here you like uh, as i've told us before like you just you shouldn't make uh, lebron the underdog right so you there's this always yeah that's one thing to look at as well yeah, yeah. so like cuz lebron always likes to go into that situation so like before any series he plays he chases his po- i think this is his like thing he does he chases his opponents so he can say that when he says uh, this is Steph uh, he's he told that this is Steph's mvp season and the best season has ever been so once he beats Steph he he can tell Steph that i beat the best of you so now you can keep quiet so he does that he does that to players so like that's 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 something smart of lebron but in this thing even though you have to keep him as the underdog yeah it's going to be hard for lebron but if he makes it through it, he, i guess he can make it through with the defense he has with the knowledge he has of kd and how kd plays anything can happen so anything can happen for yeah him. it's it's a series that can go either way but one thing that's for sure going to play an important factor is the health of the lakers again True. if the lakers have to be at the 100% when they're healthy it's going to be a really yeah, tough competition yeah healthy lakers team and a good day and next team yeah. is oh, it might be one of the best we've seen both like, the teams to mention both the teams have been dealing with injuries throughout the season yeah, and also the Nets have only good, played yeah, seven like they didn't only seven times the stars have played together true so it's just that both the teams have to be on their full potential and both the teams But, have to be really finding in firing in terms of offense and defense and the series is going to be really interesting and yeah, and uh, i would like to make a point on uh, chemistry can i so yeah, yeah, the sure, thing sure. is that uh, when you talk about uh, lakers team chemistry uh, the, the good thing about them is even though they don't have chemistry they have team camaraderie so like if you see last year's uh, six man of the uh, montres hadden he didn't play today's game he did not play the coach didn't put him on the floor some people might think that might piss him off but he was there yapping and he got a technical even if he didn't play you know people uh, the lakers bench is so like they have their camaraderie and they're so active in the game so i think that can be a plus point i'm not saying the nets don't have it but i'm just yeah. saying the, uh, the lakers yeah they have a better team camaraderie that's what i believe yeah in 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 terms of the nets uh, camaraderie i think they're starting to find their identity right now yeah they start you know, they're starting to find what they roles all suit each other what each what roles suit each other you know blake griffin you know, from not being able to dunk Yeah. eventually carrying bodies you know <laughs> he finished so, so the thing is so it's like it comes down to so many things you know the nets have a good solid bench as well you know landry shamet comes off the bench claxton comes off the bench yeah uh who are other players uh, i'm not able to recall the names but then the nets have a really good bench as well and if the bench is able to keep up with the lakers bench and if once the stars come back the series is going to be even all the games are going going to go down to the wire possibly we can we can see a game 7 buzzer beater as well who knows what yeah, can who happen yeah who knows what can happen and this might be one of the great like this might be one of the most entertaining fans we've seen in a while yeah the nba is really going to get a lot of viewers for the series i see the nets in 7 what about you i see though? the lakers in 7 so yeah it's going to be tough yeah. it's going to be tough tough series man let's see what happens <coughs> and hopefully hopefully yeah. you know the best team wins and yeah so for today that's it guys uh those are the two segments that we wanted to focus on you know round wise matchups and the, the championship, championship favorites yeah. and guys this is, uh, to make a point this is just the beginning and we'll be covering all sports contents and now uh, you can listen to us on all streaming platforms like uh, apple podcast google podcast and on spotify so yeah so make sure make sure to subscribe to our, to us uh, on our instagram 
pod underscore perspective for further notifications. Check us out on all our platforms. You know, follow us on Instagram, and hopefully all of you stay safe. You know, stay healthy during these tough times. And we are just out here trying to entertain you all and provide you all with sports con- great sports content. And it's just the beginning. Stick with us. We're going to come up with more juicy episodes and more fun episodes. Yes, guys. And yeah, guys. Hopefully, we'll see you guys yeah. in the next episode. Thank you. Take it easy. Thank you, guys. This is Sports Perspective, Sports Twenty Four by Seven.